My name is incidental, pointless, of no concern. I am a figment of your nightmares. I am from a reference point deep inside your hidden list of fears. I am rage. Past the point of reason. I am unhinged. So, nothing's new. Uh, see you in cinemas. Unhinged. <laughs>
get to reap the rewards of such things. Oh, yeah. And it seems like every title, major title that they bought from Miramax and Dimension as part of that as well, are being dropped. Franchises. Now, I got to think that most most of these titles are going to be as they were when they were released under Miramax Dimension banners. Sure. But holy crap, man, if you don't have Bill, Kill Bill, you, here's your chance. If you don't have Faculty, if you don't have From Dust Till Dawn, here's your chance. If you don't have the Hellraiser sequels four-pack. <laughs> Dude, is, this is a serious, serious list. Some, some, sometimes you're, you're going to get single versions of a franchise. Sometimes you'll get a, a, another package, like for Scream, the Scream release. It's just um, three movies. It's just the first three, and it's not covering for the fourth movie at all. Um, this this set's been out for a while. Uh, and I think just, again, a lot of these things are just being rebranded with Paramount's logo. That that's okay, because the more, the fact that they're creating any studio, especially a big studio like Paramount, is willing to put these things out. Oof, that's all good news for you. Yeah. And they're only charging $10. It's $11.99 list price. And most of them are going for like $10.50, $10.60. I mean, come on, man. You're going to you get classics that you probably thought you had, but you don't. Like the Jackie Brown Blu-ray. And they're giving the digital with it, too. So it's not just a Blu-ray. So you get your chance to, if you're if you're somebody that doesn't want to, can have a whole bunch of physical media, you can't even buy Jackie Brown right now on iTunes for $10. It's like 12 bucks. Right. So you can get Jackie Brown for $10 and give the Blu-ray away as a gift to somebody or flip it on eBay. And now the movie only costs you five. Exactly. But you'll, you'll see three packs. You'll see, you see Kill Bill one and two individually, or you can get it as a two pack. Um, Sin City has on its own. Um, Again, again, the, you'll, you'll find some um, franchise packages put together like the scary movies, but it's just the first three. You're not getting four and five. The only ones that matter, honestly. Right. And I th- that's something else I thought was neat, too, was the care they took and recognized, hey, we're not just going to take all their all their rips, put them on our Blu-ray, re- rebrand it, and then put it out in the world. They're actually paying attention to what they know would be a draw for certain audiences. Yeah. I and mean, if you're into Children of the Corn, yeah, you're one all four of those, and they're there. <laughs> right. Or these Hellraisers or the... The uh, prophecy film series with Walken, you can get all five of those things. And there's no messing around too. And they put, and it isn't just the obvious titles like that. Bridget Jones' Diary is on there, so you don't, you're not locked into schlocky horror genre movies only. Yeah, like I said, a lot of titles we're mentioning off the off the cuff are Dimension titles, but everything's kept. No Country for Old Men is in there again. If you don't own it, <laughs> right? Well, the others, yeah, others is in there, man. That, that's I'm kind of excited about that because. Uh, I haven't seen that movie since, you know, it's initial release. And I think maybe I bought it or maybe I just rented it. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's a movie I was like, I had totally forgotten about it until I saw it on the list of things that they were releasing. And I was like, oh, shit, that's, yeah. But it's so that's it, a good. That's a, that's a good have. It's really important, I think, too, for a company like Paramount. We've been, we've been praising them for so much of the stuff they've been putting out recently. The Paramount Presents series and just general reissue of their catalog has been pretty awesome. I've never, I don't think I could ever say this in recent years, the last three or four years. I have not seen a studio like this, big studio, reveling in physical media like they are. When you just heard a week and a half ago that that the rumor about Disney dropping all their 4K Blu-ray publishing. I mean, they came out and squashed it only because a big fervor came out of it. But the fact is, man, 
a big company like Paramount saying, yeah, we believe in physical media so much. Here it is. I mean, you, you don't spend $375 million and it's not, and when you consider the titles we're talking about, that's not a lot of money. And it, like we talked about, it was a fire sale and there was a need to um, move and generate money. Um, but, but still, man, $375 million is nothing to shake a stick at if all you're going to do is put them out there for streaming, right? Right. Or if you're buying all this stuff so you could start your own streaming service, which they do have. They have the Paramount, the Paramount Network. So, again, can't believe it, but Paramount really seems to be the people's company right now when it comes to creating physical media. And that's, other than the boutiques, nobody's doing it like this. Someone's putting out catalog titles like this, especially ones they didn't create to begin with. No. Man, swingers, dude. Come on. Swingers. And, Scream. And, yeah. Ten bucks, dude. Come on. This is good stuff. Here. Mimic. Hero. Jet Lee film, you know, I mean. The list is long and distinguished. You got Oscar winners on here. You got you got great genre pictures. You got Copland. Copland, dude, come on, really good stuff here. And and I'm I was trying to see if they did any any of the releases, but man, they really all these titles come out the same day. They're all scheduled for September twenty second, yeah. which is just mind boggling to me. And they not my cup of tea, but this is just kind of just proves my point. There's a movie called Shelby Dance. It came out years ago. And being a Richard Gere fan, I know you know what it is and that you saw it or anything, but it's Jennifer Lopez and Susan Sarandon joining him. Stanley Tucci. Yep. That's coming out as part of this package too, uh, this release. Yeah, so. I saw. I mean, it's, dude, there's Finding Neverland. Yes. Before Johnny Depp goes completely nuts. Right. <laughs> Back when people used to get excited to go see his movies. Remember that? That was fun. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> And the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. And, and Heath the Ledger, bro- one of his last films. Yeah, Brothers Grimm's not bad, too. It's It's got, man, it's got, it's got a tone, man. It's got a, if, all you have to do is, if, you, if you're not into Brothers Grimm because the story doesn't really do it for you, how about this? Put it on, turn, turn down the sound of the movie and play some music underneath it. Because it's visually stunning. It's a really beautifully shot movie. Yeah, it's Terry Gilliam, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, regardless of uh, what the reviews say, yeah. there's, it's def- there's, you know, it definitely has merit. Yep. I, I, I love the shit out of that movie. Oh, yeah. Monica Bellucci, right? Plays the... Yes. Yes. Correct. Yeah. There you go. So just go on Amazon. Go on Best Buy. But just seek it out, man. Because there is... There's at least two, three, four, five, ten titles <laughs> that yeah, you're man. gonna want I mean, that you don't. If you don't already have it, you're, you're gonna want to pick it up. I know you'll be picking up Serendipity, starring John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. That's right, because it's Kate. Damn it! <laughs> right? I mean, look, it's ten bucks. Yeah. I'm just saying, there's a there's something for everyone, Corey. Is what I'm getting at in this uh, in this uh, in this fantastic God. This this is just crazy. It's like an avalanche of, you know, it's like blockbuster exploded. Yeah. The, you're the 1990s, early, early aughts, man, right there being represented in a big way from Miramax and Dimension and how they invaded our, the cinema during those years. Here it is, man. Yeah. I'm 10 bucks a pop, man. And you got to think, by, by the time these titles come out at Black Friday, <laughs> you're going to get these things for five bucks. So be excited that Paramount, a big studio, is could have done something completely different with these and just put them on their site. Nope. Here's your stocking stuffers. Seriously. Stuff your own stocking, damn it. So there you go. Yeah. 
that's a lot to follow up. I mean, we should have saved that one for the end. <laughs> right. We should have started elsewhere. But <laughs> yesterday in the mail, I received from my friend Derek Donovan a copy of his, I can want to call it a graphic novel, um, Trigger Mortis. Let me just read this to you. And then I'm going to tell you where you can get it because you're going to want it. 1876, on the eve of Colorado gaining its statehood, rancher Sarah McClintock has hired a pair of Pinkertons to protect her family's ranch from the ever-present threat of cattle rustlers. She soon finds herself caught in a love triangle between her old flame, Deputy Dylan Hawks, and mysterious gun hand, Seamus O'Donnell, until a zombie plague comes crashing to earth, spreading like wildfire and threatening the unsuspecting citizens. Can the living band together to defend the town of Devil's Lantern from the army of the walking dead? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah. I mean, this book, I mean, the, the artwork is fantastic. I mean, I, I think I sent you the picture of the cover. Oh yeah. But you know, I, I'm, I'm terrified to open this too quickly. I'm trying not to, I'm trying to be very gentle with it because I don't want to just destroy uh, it on my first pass through but i mean man it is it's a beautiful it's beautifully done the artwork's great um you know i started popping through the story last night it's really fun derek is a great uh great guy he's uh you know he's been doing that he's been working in the comics you know he's he's been a professional artist God, like 20 years he's worked on a lot of stuff we'll list where to find him at the end in the episode his instagram and his yep. uh twitter uh, page but um yeah man this this thing is i'm i'm trying to I'm, I'm i'd like to i'd like to first of all thank derek for sending me one it was very sweet of my uh, derek worked for me on supercon um he was one of the local artists in new orleans that i hired to do um you know a bunch of uh we had a bunch of his artwork featured in a booth in um in the con and uh, he's in the con as as himself in background. Uh, there's a he's there's a you see him. I feel like between there's him and maybe Ida Floric. There's a little crossover there with uh, Quentin and Russell Peters as they're cruising their booze and they're, they're looking at uh, Derek's work. Derek is a super guy. Uh, he this is all his you know hundred percent. He's 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 taken these. He's printed them. Uh, you know this is his baby. If you're a fan of Westerns and zombies and graphic novels and all those things, you can get them in one place and it's called Trigger Mortis. Uh, check it out. We'll drop the links on the show page and, uh, you know, buy two. It's that good. I think it was only released in hardback, right? Yes, it's a hardback. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, this is a, Derek started this as a Kickstarter back in, Ironically, <laughs> a Kickstarter campaign back in December. December was a yeah. big month for for what we're talking about today. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Before the world fell apart. Before the world fell apart. He had a, a goal that was reached by, and he went over it. He went 125% on his requested pledge goal. And, yeah. uh, and he kicked its ass. And now the, and the world gets to enjoy the fruition of that. And if you, and again, I'll put, I'll put the, um, I'm pretty sure on his site, he has more photos, but the, if yeah, not, he does. you get to see more, um, some more art represented in the book and it's a long too. It's 64 pages and nothing that's the, and for somebody to self-publish as a hardback, 
That's not cheap shit, people. And the fact is, is that it's you can, not. you if you were in on the Kickstarter, it was under 20 bucks. I don't know exactly what it's going for now. Maybe we'll look it up and point it out later. But the art is fucking, the, the cover's great. Dude, I was sold. I was sold with the name and the cover. <laughs> right. And, the, and it's beautiful stuff, too. The work, the artwork is so amazing. And again, I'm just seeing, you're only going to see like a handful of panels on the Kickstarter page because none of these are from the updates. This is from the original launch in December. Um, and he just updated his, um, the campaign page a couple of days ago. August 12th, the books are in. So that's probably right when he sent it out to you. <laughs> Yeah, he he hit me up. Um, you know, he I, I got a random text of him like he said, "Hey man, what's your address? I want to send you something." And I was like, and I sent him my address. And then yesterday, man, the mail came, and I was like, and I saw, it and I was like, oh my god, I knew exactly what it was. And I was like, what a sweetheart, man. I'm gonna buy a couple to for gifts because it's it's that good, man. And I, you know, I was lucky enough to get one for free. Like I said, we'll post where to find him. Yeah. At the show, but I mean, Corey, you gotta you're gonna flip, dude, when you see that. I mean. It's so good. I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to it. And, and something else too is like, you got to have an original taking comics period to really find an yeah, audience. Right. And I've never seen this before to get into the zombie space <laughs> when everybody out there is going to be looking, looking at you as a walking dead knockoff, the colors, everything about this is so amazing. Just from what I'm seeing, just a small sampling of panels that he has on the Kickstarter page. Oh my gosh, this is, yeah, this is going to be an amazing uh, gift for anybody that's a fan of comics. If you're, if you're a zombie fan, but not into graphic novels and stuff, then this is still up your alley because this stuff is, when you see the artwork, you're going to fall in love with it. It's beautiful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, man. I'm excited. Oh, I lost you. I lost you. Yeah, I lost Freddie. <laughs> oh the internet it's so wonderful all right well i'm gonna go ahead and uh, yap about something else too it looks like the the, the 22nd of september has a, a ton of other things coming out full metal jackets finally hitting 4k and based on the other uh, 4k releases that warner brothers put out i'm sure this is really well put together great cover i'm not sure it does the cover on it but some and i'm really loving that the the alternate uh, movie poster uh artists out there are getting a lot of uh, opportunities to do uh, dvd covers if anything just for the slip cover but hey there you are yeah what happened that was weird yeah i was yamming around about full metal jacket when you dropped out just trying to fill time <laughs> oh no i think I, I was still rambling i was talking and then you didn't reply and i was like and i looked and i was like what and i, I clicked the clean feed link and it said connect and i'm like how did i disconnect yeah you're you're gone for like about 90 seconds or something like that wow so you missed my whole rant. Uh, anyway, yeah, man, Trigger Mortis, you know, pick one up, pick two up. I mean, it's, it's that good. Like if you, if, like Corey was saying, if you have, uh, if you're, if you're into it or if you have friends that are into it, I mean, you know, this will be a great addition to anybody's collection. I mean, it's, it's really a fantastic piece of work. Uh, I'm a fan of Derek's work and this is probably, this is by far the this is this is my favorite thing that he's done and you know i think this this will shoot him into another level if there's any justice in the world i hope so yeah i mean i, I could go on and on and on but uh you know it's very nice very nice work i'm super excited for yeah it. We, we, his twitter his uh you know we'll drop it all on there so that's what we do damn it that's what we do man also coming out on the 22nd <laughs> I own the other three seasons, so I have to get it regardless. 
And that's the Ricky and Morty Blu-ray is coming out for season four. And this is the quickest I've ever seen them turn around on a Blu-ray once the season was uh, over. Maybe that's something to do with them splitting the season up into two, the way they did. Maybe. But you and I got, were so busy. We are just talking about this before we hit record. That and we're massive fans of the show. And and when I saw that it was coming out about a month, I thought, well, that's right. I didn't finish that season, did I? <laughs> I completely forgot to finish it. Me too, man. That, that's what happens when life like consumes your ass and and all your time, and that's what you get. You you forget about things that you love like that. And that's the point of our show, quite honestly, is reminding yourself of of something that you loved growing up or something you saw recently that you loved and coming back for a second viewing. And is it worth, is it really that good? Or were you just caught up in the moment? Were you just drunk on the experience? No. Anyway, so the Rick and Morty box set, uh, no box set, but the season four set is coming out. It's coming out on September 22nd. That's only like two months before that season four premiere. Wasn't it something like that? Wasn't it like in November? It was November because it was, it was, I want to say it was right around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Anyway, so Rick and Morty season four is coming out and it's the, the same packaging that you got before. You got digital code and all that stuff. But man, the, no rad cover, unfortunately, like like with the season three one where it's Pickle Rick cover, which is rad because he had like fuzzy eyes on them. Right. <laughs> so cool. This is exciting because, well, if you are, um, you know, one of those collectors and you and I'm excited because I've only seen two episodes. Right. We talked about that. I've seen, I've seen three of the 10 and you've seen two. And, and it was just the two that we watched together right, right after it premiered. Um, yeah. I think we had talked about during kickstart too, weren't we? And we right after we did. We, we talked it. about, yeah. I mean, like, like, like I said earlier, the, the last one, the, the one I, the last one I saw was old man in the throne. <laughs> God, it was so good. Which I think you and I watched, we watched it twice in a row. Yeah. It's so good. It is so good. Yeah. So Rick and Morty, I didn't hear me rambling earlier about Full Metal Jacket. Dude, I'm telling you, man, September 22nd is going to be hard on your pocketbook if you don't have any patience. <laughs> so you're going to be, Amazon's going to be delivering a big fat order. If you can get it locally, maybe go for it. Um, you know, the USPS isn't exactly... Uh, trustworthy these days yeah man i know warner archive took a long time to get your stuff to you yeah i feel like they just didn't ship it forever that's possible too but i, I blame would... it on the and it also shipped from like ohio <laughs> which was weird yeah you're we get a little bit of that these days where you're kind of like wait why is it coming from there like what is where's kino ship from well somebody ships from like memphis or something kino yes kino ships from there uh, a lot of them ship from hebron kentucky it's it's because it's a, it's drop shipping and and like it's it's near a central a central hub for whatever service they're using. And that's why like if you're getting anything from FedEx, most of the time you're going to see a Memphis stamp on it because they're nearby and they're that's their major hub there in in Memphis. I don't know, man. I don't want to get political about the postal service, but since we're talking about collecting stuff and it's the primary shipping service that these companies use. Um, yeah, I'm concerned about about it. I'm concerned for the, the the people, obviously, that work for the post office that are having to endure all this bullshit. And because uh, you know they're you know when they're out on the road too, they're getting shit from people. Yeah, man. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> God, this own downer bullshit. Shut up, Corey. You fucking dummy. Come on, man. You said we weren't going to do that. I, I did say I wasn't going to do that, and I did anyway. You started, you started, I thought you were going the other way, too, during the Miramax 
portion. Yeah, um, no, I stopped. Um, <laughs> oh, there is a, a, I should also point out, on the Rick and Morty, there is a steelbook available too. Um, it's got a, if you see the cover, then you'll, you'll get, you, well, actually right. this, the cover's a spoiler. If you it didn't is. see the whole season, it's a spoiler because I don't recognize it. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it's a spoiler because I do recognize it, but maybe I don't recognize it. I got to go back and look at it. Yeah. But I got the steelbook for season two. N- no, season three. Yeah, I got the season three one. I didn't get the I didn't get the pickle Rick one. I got the one that was all the had the great artwork and everything done up on it. It was a Best Buy exclusive. Yeah, that's a great cover. And oh my gosh, are we? Is that it? No, I was gonna try. I got one more thing I'd like to drop. Uh, one of my favorites and one of your favorites, Vinegar Syndrome, on September first, will be releasing Larry Cohen's Perfect Strangers on Blu-ray. Wow. Yep. I'm not gonna go into. De- I'm not gonna describe no. the movie because if, if you <laughs> if you if you're a fan of Larry Cohen's, just pick it up. You won't be disappointed. The transfer looks pretty great. The movie is. Well, like all Larry Cohen movies, it's bananas. Uh, this was made in 84, right in the middle. I think it was made, I want to say it was right before he made The Stuff, um, after Cue the Winged Serpent. So, you know, listen to those titles. Cue the Winged Serpent, <laughs> Perfect Strangers, not to be confused with Balky. Yeah, don't do that. But then The Stuff. So it's right in that, you know, it's right in his his prime. Uh, it's fucking crazy it's weird it's creepy it's all it's everything you would want it to be and vinegar syndrome is dropping that on the first of september bless them all you need to know is that it's a vinegar syndrome release they're 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 not known for picking anything other than these kinds of titles that's their move sure i this is another title i never thought you know dude i literally when i saw it i was like oh my god it took me right never have i seen this outside of a vhs Right. Uh, in a video store. And in typical fashion with all these boutique joints, they're using a variation of the original key art yeah, for the movie. Absolutely. Which is awesome. Yeah. As soon as you see it, man, if you grew up and if you grew up when we did, you're you recognize the VHS cover right away when you look at the the Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah, man. That tagline, in love, in danger. Yeah. <laughs> and that little boy, dude. Man. Oh yeah. Gosh. Yeah, enough. So no spoilers. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. There's some stuff to chomp on. Um, you got a month now to save up for <laughs> the Paramount Gonzo sale that's going to happen on on that release on that release date. And lots of stuff going on there. Um, it'll give you reasons not to buy Young Sheldon. Yes, <laughs> you can pass on Young Sheldon. It's free on. You know, it's free on TV. If you if, if you're listening to our show, you probably don't watch Young Sheldon. So I'm going to say no. And oh, well, you know what? Let me throw one one out there, dude. This is also in the first and awesome Kino fashion. They put out stuff that I never thought would see the light of day. John Cleese is clockwise. Oh yeah, right. That's a good one, man. I never thought I would see that come out. And again, that's, I'm not going to say anything about this. This is one. If you can see, if you have a local place that rents it, go for it. Pick it up though, if you want to watch a very quirky comedy and it shouldn't surprise you anything john cleese is working in especially in the 80s is going to be something that you are uh i mean let's put it this way a fish called wanda is about as mainstream as john cleese gets when he when he's a, a right in something and uh and that's a quirky movie it's, it's still i'm still amazed at how well that movie did because it is not the kind of movie that usually does as well as that movie did but clockwise 
super weird movie, but enjoy it because it's fun. Yeah, there you go. I uh, people aren't fucking around, dude. I mean, as far as boutique releases or just putting up physical media, you keep hearing about all this stuff. But the more streaming services that come out now, and again, we subscribe to most of them because they do have a lot of things that you can't get somewhere else. But as we're discovering right now, when movies are getting pulled off of streaming services, you don't have and you don't have the physical media. God knows when you're going to see it again. And if you're craving it, when are you going to watch it? Yes. You, you would never back in the day when we grew up and, you know, you had vinyl and cassette tape and that was it. Did you ever like turn on the radio because you didn't own an album? Go, man, I really hope they play that album. You're not going to hear a whole album. <laughs> right. And, and then you're going to have to endure. You're not going to hear songs that you want to hear. That's the whole point. If you're in a mood to watch a specific movie, just know you can turn to your rack and pull it out. One of the reasons why I do what I do when I get digital copies, yeah, I use them. I use them all the time because I want to preserve that optical disc that's sitting in my library. It's, it's the old thing that we used to do, record our vinyl onto cassette tape and take it with us and, to, and try to minimize how much use is going on with it. Scratching your record and ripping the case up. Yeah, exactly. Now, if, you, when, if you're trying to collect or recollect things that you used to have when you were younger, yeah, it's costing you $25 to replace your vinyl for any of granted it's new and granted it's 180 gram. It's, it, you know, it's, it's decent quality, but here's my problem with a lot of the re-releases that are coming out now. They're not going to analog tape, you know, like these things were originally pressed from where they hit play on the analog tape and then, and then batch wrote everything, you know, in 1985. No, no, man. It's coming from a digital copy, so it's like it's too clean. It doesn't that warmth. Some of that warmth isn't there, and I discovered that in a couple of releases that I picked up that were from our childhood, and I listened to them with headphones on. I'm like this doesn't sound good. And I'm talking about an analog amplifier playing this back too, and I could hear it sounds like a CD. That's not a, a CD that may have a pop here and there. I'm like, well, if I want a CD without any popping, I can buy a CD, and that's again, that's the that's the bummer with some of these newer titles being or the older titles being re-released is not going from the original warm sounding analog which defeats the whole purpose of having vinyl doesn't sound better on vinyl if it doesn't if it doesn't sound if it sounds exactly like the cd what's the point yeah man one of the reasons i love vinyl that's why i buy old vinyl uh is because i i, I like the pops i like i like the imperfection in you know in in the rec in the recordings like sometimes it you know, it's why I argue with somebody, I don't get through all my vinyl out once MP3s came and I'm like, you're an idiot. You should have given it to me because if you threw it out and you didn't sell it, then you're a moron. Because <laughs> you can never sell an MP3, pal. I mean, if you're a creator, you can sell it. Sure. But I'm saying if you're like a guy who's got, you know, $40,000 worth of MP3s on your fucking iPod or your phone. Yeah, that's why I told Joey, like when he buys his video games and like, stop buying downloads, dude you're paying 50 bucks anyway yeah so why not be able right. to sell for 20 somebody online later just sell it on ebay yeah dude you can you know you can gouge somebody for shipping sell it for seven bucks <laughs> and charge them ten dollars to ship it by the way let me go back to the, the john cleese thing for clockwise it is again what was i what was i just saying before about about you know the care not being taken for a title like this that you might not even have heard of studio canal provided Takino, a 4K master of the film. The studio canal has been doing this a lot lately where they've been 
doing some serious restoration and cleaning up of titles that you thought would never get released, much less give the kind of treatment that they're getting. You want to know why? Tell me. People aren't making movies. There's no movies being made, man. <laughs> so, you right. know. So, you know, they got to do something. You got to keep people working. And, you know, and we're kind of reaping the benefit of that. I mean, it's, it sucks why it's happening. In my opinion, it's why it's happening is, you know, why, why otherwise, why would we get some of these titles like we were talking about earlier? Right. But it's great. Yeah. Kino has been really keen. Sorry. I'm not trying to make a joke there or be cute. Kino has been really keen on using that Brian Reisman chap i mentioned earlier you know he's an entertainment journalist so he has an audio commentary on this one as well as as i mentioned earlier on the gotcha disc yeah i think he's probably got a handful of these ones from the 80s that he covers because he's our age <laughs> all these things mm-hmm. he was moved the same way we were by all these titles but there you go man that's that's pretty awesome again this is it's so easy to deep dive and if you have a mild interest in any of this stuff you get lost man it's like it's almost like the youtube rabbit hole you just keep finding new movies to, to to rediscover, which is fucking rad. Yeah, and since you brought up Clockwise, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna give you something to pair with Clockwise. Richard Longcrane's The Missionary from 1982, starring Michael Palin, Maggie Smith, Indicator. I dude, how did this happen? Indicator put this out last year. Really? I, I mean, have you seen, you know the movie, right? Yeah. I, mean, I, I was like. How did I not know that? That's the thing, though. There's so many titles coming out that you just, you kind of. Last June. When is it? June 2019. Wow. This is another one. Um, ironically, this one, um, I'm pretty sure this one takes place. Does this place one take place at a, a school, right? It's at, um, um, oh, he's a, he's on a mission, right? I mean, that's why it's called the missionary. Yes. But I mean, he's on a right. mission missionary. to. Yeah. And um I'm trying to remember who is because is Palin's a like well, a priest. Trevor right? Howard and Trevor. The reason I, I was excited is because Denel Melliot <laughs> is in it, and Trevor Howard, both who I loved. Yeah, he. You know, he's a. Oh my gosh, man! There's so much extras on this stuff. I mean, look at dude. I'm. I can't even. I can't even look at what. I, I can't even look at the synopsis because I'm too busy looking at all these fucking. Ooh, it's a limited. It's a five K. It's a five K limited release. Good. Yeah, a world premiere in Blu-ray. You know, kidding. How about how about world premiere? Period. I had no idea they were putting this out at all. I no. I think that there was a. I think that there was a DVD maybe in the early two thousands, like one of those shitty MGM titles. You know, like when MGM just dumped a bunch of shit. Right. Like you know, yellow beard and <laughs> things like that. Probably those, because because Palin's listed as an audio commentary from two thousand two, so that'd be right in that wheelhouse for DVD. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that you know. But some of this stuff is just crazy, man. And all the extras that I'm looking at are mostly from 2019. So this is all new stuff. How rad. Wow. Yeah, that, that's like, there, there's your double bill for you, man. Clockwise and the missionary. Yes. Do you right? Can you imagine? I mean, yeah, this is when Monty Python wasn't Monty Python. This is what they were doing. Like, wow. this is when the band broke up and they were all doing solo albums. <laughs> yep. Wow. The, and, for, and here's something super weird. This movie's 235, which yeah. is bizarre for, a, if I remember right, with the you know, seeing the movie. But then again, I mean. I mean, I only, I've only ever seen it on VHS. Same. Like I said, I didn't know, I didn't know anything about a DVD right. in 2002. I wouldn't have thought anything of it either. I mean, so I guess that's right. I guess they were kind of on a break. And I think Meaning of Life is when they came back, right? When Monty Python came back. So this is yeah, kind of- Yeah, 83. This is, yeah, this yeah. is right before Meaning of Life. Right. I mean, and, and Lon Crane, you know, he directed The Haunting of Julia, like in 77. 
And then the other uh, thing that, you know, the other big movie that he's known for, he did a lot of music videos. He did Love is the Seventh Wave, the Sting video, uh, you know, things like that. But he uh, he also directed uh, the 1995 Richard III with Ian McKellen. Right. Who actually co-wrote it with him. Yeah. And, you know, I think, again, it was a, it was it was a very young Annette Benning, And we got, again, Maggie Smith. A lot of the people from The Missionary are, were in that as well. Right. You know, he's another guy who, you know, when he when he when he, he had a stable of talent that he pulled from right and we get a very young robert downey jr yes. this is probably right after chaplin it's crazy to think about this the man was nominated for an oscar yeah he's right the ship now so that's all that really matters exactly but, uh, you know it's a filmmaker that you know again i wouldn't have until you said clockwise i was like oh god what under if the missionary and i looked it up and sure as shit there it was anyway so there you go man we're we're all over the place this week because uh, we're all over the place in general, right? There's no, yeah, but it's not, and it's not a bad thing. No, there's no sense of order in the world. So why should we have it? <laughs> I'm going to throw out one more thing about, uh, about Richard Longcrane. Richard Longcrane also directed this little, this kind of fun little thriller called Wimbledon. I like which, Wimbledon. Uh, I do too. It came out like 2000, 2004. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a movie that kind of snuck under the radar. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know it. I really like that movie. Uh, you know, uh, you know, so look, check out, you know, Richard Longcrane. Maybe there's a director that there's, some, there's a new director for you to sort of, you know, check out his work. Start with the missionary, you know, go back to haunting Julia, work your way up to Richard the third and then hit Wimbledon. Yeah. But this is, that was my first introduction to, to Paul Bettany. Me too. Yeah. And I was for a long, when I, when I, there was rumors too with um, Christopher Nolan's Batman, when he did dark Knight, that there was rumors about him you know, being in the running for Joker. And I thought, Oh fuck. Yeah, dude. Nobody knows who this guy is. Totally do this. Right. And uh, obviously they didn't go with him and he eventually got snatched up by Marvel. But yeah, this is one of the few times too, where Kristen Dunst is annoyed the fuck out of me. She's great in it. Yeah. She's, she's I mean, wonderful. She's, you know, yeah. She's, yeah. But yeah, this is a fun one. It, and all you have to do, it, it's not really about tennis as much as you might think it is. <laughs> right. Don't let the name fool you. No. You don't have to like tennis to enjoy Wimbledon. No, and it's just a play on the whole back and forth in a relationship. That's kind of the joke. But. Yeah. All right, then. Well, that's there it. You go. All right. That's so, all. That's all. For follow, us, follow us on social media. You can follow Corey on Twitter at Corey Cope, the official at Karate Pod, or on Letterboxd at Corey underscore Cope. And if you would like to support the, the show, um, Patreon, it's patreon.com slash KITG podcast. If you'd like to follow Freddie, you can follow me at Raven Shattuck on Twitter, Rock and Roller 33 on your Instagram, or on Letterboxd at Tom Cody. Tom Cody.